Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Breezy Brides podcast. One of the most common things you hear about a destination wedding is that they save the couple a ton of money. Now, I'm not saying this is entirely untrue, but I will say the true cost of a destination wedding can surprise people once they actually start planning and budgeting for one, because destination weddings generally have the stereotype of being a very cheap option, and especially when that's compared to a traditional wedding. If your main goal is to keep your wedding as affordable as possible, a destination wedding is still a great option. Even if you planned on having a destination wedding, regardless of your budget, there are plenty of ways to keep it financially feasible. Unfortunately, though, if you don't know a lot about destination weddings, some things might catch you by surprise financially, leaving you really feeling discouraged, overwhelmed, and stressed. So in this episode, we are going to discuss all of the hidden costs of a destination wedding so nothing can catch you by surprise when planning your big day. We're going to go over some of the most common costs of a destination wedding that couples don't know about or surprise them, and ways to stick to your budget if you find yourself getting off track. So let's get started. First, and arguably the most impactful hidden cost, are wedding package add-ons. A lot of the times when you're trying to figure out the true cost of a destination wedding, brides will look at the wedding package that's listed on the resort's website. Although this is a great place to start, it can be very misleading. What the package does tell you is exactly what's included in it. So you'll get a good sense for what most all-inclusive resorts include in their package, but here's a brief overview. Usually, all-inclusive resorts have three tiers of wedding packages, ranging from free or complimentary with a certain number of nights that you book, to more of a middle-road tier, to a top tier that includes more luxury amenities. Some resorts have up to five packages, and some have more of an a la carte option where they can give you just a laundry list of things you can choose from that you want to pay for instead of doing a bundled package. But for the sake of simplicity, we are going to discuss what's typically included in a wedding package using that common three-tier model. So first, let's talk about the free or complimentary package. Every package is different depending on which resort you go through, but typically the free or complimentary package includes an on-site wedding coordinator through the resort, the bride's bouquet and the groom's boutonniere, a wedding cake, minister or judge services for a symbolic ceremony, sparkling wine for a toast, the preparation of the couple's wedding day attire, a late checkout for the couple, a special turndown service the night of your wedding, and a very basic ceremony and dinner setup, which is usually plain chairs and a table with white linens on it. The middle tier package includes everything from the complimentary package, but additionally, maybe an extra bouquet or boutonniere for your maid of honor or best man, hair and makeup for one member of the wedding couple, Um, a cocktail hour for up to a certain number of guests. Usually you'll see about 20 to 25 guests included in that. A private dinner for that certain number of guests. Additional decor items like possibly centerpieces or chair covers. 
free anniversary nights with a certain number of return nights booked, meaning if you come back for your anniversary a year later, if you book five nights, you might get an additional one for free, or if you book six nights, you might get two for free. And then a certain number of photos from the photographer that's included in your package. And then moving on to the top tier, again, it'll include everything in the middle and complimentary tier, as well as possibly additional decor items like table covers, aisle runners, or centerpieces, additional prints from the photographer, a spa treatment for the couple, live music during the cocktail hour or reception, like mariachi band or something similar, additional guests included for the dinner or cocktail hour. So if your middle tier package only included, say, 10 guests for that cocktail hour, uh, if you get the top tier, they might include that for 25 guests instead. And then potentially room upgrades. So you might get upgraded to an oceanfront room or something similar by upgrading to that top tier package. Now, again, this is just a broad overview of all-inclusive destination wedding resorts. So there might be some things included on this list that yours might not have or vice versa. Yours might have more than are what is included on these lists. But again, just for the sake of simplicity, that's generally what you'll see included in those packages. Now, just reviewing those out loud and seeing them on the site, you might be thinking, okay, what could I possibly need that's not included in there? And that is usually where they get you. So I personally thought that we pretty much had everything we needed in our top tier package that we went with until we signed it. And then the resort sent us a five page list of all of the added items and services that we could add on. All of them were optional, of course, but I'm not going to lie, I didn't even realize what wasn't included until I saw that list. So now I'm going to break down by category just to give you a sense of what might be on that add-on list that wasn't included in your package. Starting with the ceremony, there can be multiple added charges if you end up going with a legal ceremony instead of a symbolic one. So the services themselves and then a blood test, translation, and transportation for the parties that are involved in that. A setup fee for any decor above the package level. So again, if you're getting a very basic decor level, if you want any chair covers, florals, flower petals, anything like that, those would be added on. Any additional bouquets for your bridesmaids or any boutonnieres for your groomsmen or special attendants. And then the next category would be decor. So if you want any additional centerpieces for more than one table, Usually that centerpiece is at the table that you and your future spouse will be sitting at, but if you want any centerpieces for any other tables, those would be added charges. Any floral arrangements, so if you want a floral setup on the wedding arch for your ceremony or near the hors d'oeuvre table or hanging on the chairs during your ceremony, those would all be added on. Any linens, table overlays, or colored napkins would all be added charges, and any giant signs that you sometimes see with destination wedding photos, those are typically added on as well. Moving on to music, so if you get the free or complimentary package, that doesn't typically include the reception. If you get the middle or top tier package, it usually does, but that is not including the price of just the speakers, sound equipment, DJ, dance floor, instrumentalist, anything like that that you want included in that, those will typically be added charges later on. And then finally, the reception. So if you want any party favors for your guests, like mini tequila bottles or maracas, any tiki torches, if you're going to be partying past sundown, any sparklers or fireworks to go off that night, those would all be added as well. 
You might hear all of those and not be interested in any of them, in which case the cost of your wedding package might actually be pretty accurate for what you're going to end up paying as long as you don't go above and beyond the number of guests that are included in that package, which is our next big hidden cost that we're going to go over. So notice when I went over what was included in your package, most of the time the resort only covers a certain number of guests. On average, this number is around 10 to 25 guests, depending on what tier you go with, which means that you're paying a fee for any number of guests above that amount to cover their food, drinks, cocktail hour or toast, and wedding cake or dessert. Our wedding was through Now Jade, and now they're actually called Dreams Jade, if you're wondering, and the package included up to 25 guests. We went with the top tier package and we ended up having 50 people in total come to our wedding. So the package started out at 3,500 and just adding the guests that we had for food and drinks added another $2,500 to our cost right off the bat. They charged us $95 per adult and $47.50 for children. This is a huge hidden cost that a lot of couples don't consider because they don't even know about it when they're planning and budgeting for their wedding. Some brides assume that once they see that package price, it's just as is. It's a flat fee, but it does only cover a certain number of people in that. If you already know that you're going to be having a small and intimate wedding, this might not affect you. But for those brides that know they're having 50 plus people come to their wedding, this is an expense that can double your package cost right off the bat. So what do you do? If you haven't picked a resort yet, make sure to take a look at their packages or discuss it with your travel agent if they're helping you pick a resort, and determine how many guests are included. If it includes a lot less than what you're expecting will come, then you might have to cut back in your budget in other ways. Another option is to cut back on who you're inviting if you haven't already sent your invitations. If you're trying to stay to a strict budget, you may have to limit the amount of people that you invite. So have a conversation with your fiance about your guest list and really try to narrow down those most important people that you want there. If you're still having a hard time cutting people back, then you may need to just readjust your budget to accommodate that extra cost if it's more important for you to just have everybody there than to save some money. Now that we've covered the add-ons and limited guests included in your package, the next hidden cost that we're going to go over is added fees associated with your package or add-on services. One of the biggest for us was taxes. You may or may not consider that a fee, but unfortunately, the wedding package listed on the resort's website didn't have taxes included. So right off the bat, our package went from 3500 to 4100 just by taxing it, and then the taxes were then also added to any of the additional add-ons that we had as well. So that list of add-ons that they send you is not including taxes. Now, if you choose to select any of the add-ons, they might also come with added fees. In the end, what we personally selected for our add-ons was the sound system. Again, we just assumed because we were having a reception that music would be played and that was part of the wedding experience. We did end up playing our own music off of a downloaded Spotify playlist, but we still had to pay for the sound system to play it off of. And then we decided to skip the dance floor and just have everybody dance on the beach. But that was one thing that we were debating adding, which would have been another added cost. We also paid for cold fireworks, which were basically big uh, sparklers that went off while my husband and I were having our first dance. And then we had two additional boutonnieres that we added for some special attendance for our wedding. 
They also charged us a bar setup and light package as an added fee for our reception. So they were both considered mandatory because we had our reception on the beach. They could have been avoided if we chose an indoor reception location. So just keep that in mind. If you do have your reception outside, you might get fees added on just for simply needing something like a bar setup or some lights for people to see. (laughs) In the end, it didn't cost us all that much more. But keep in mind, if you plan on having more add-ons than we did, those charges can add up, especially if they're related to decor and having to set those up as well. Okay, now that we've gone over everything associated with your wedding package that can catch you by surprise, we're going to discuss some general destination wedding expenses that you may not have considered in your budget that may come up as a hidden cost. We're going to talk about six big ones, and the first one is a photographer. If you noticed when we were going over what was included in your package, you may have noticed that the photography services associated with the resort and package only include a certain number of photos. This can be a wide range depending on the resort, but I've seen anywhere from 35 to 75 prints, which to some couples is just not nearly enough and they want all of the photos that the photographer captures for the day. With that being said, this is why a photographer can be an added expense you may not have considered at first. When or if you choose to hire an outside vendor for your photography, you'll probably be adding a couple thousand dollars to your budget, whether you have them fly in from somewhere locally or if it's an outside vendor that lives in the destination that you're going to be getting married at. The next unexpected expense would be spa treatment. So it might not be as significant, but it could still surprise you. If you plan on getting your hair cut and or colored, any waxing, tanning, nail treatments, or any other spa treatments, they can add up to a few hundred dollars in the end, and you're usually not doing those until you get close to your wedding. So just think about this early on and make sure to leave room for it in your budget. The next item is flowers. So as mentioned earlier, most wedding packages only include a bouquet and a boutonniere for the bride and groom. If you want your bridesmaids to have bouquets or any other floral arrangements for centerpieces or decor. Flowers can be a little pricey depending on who you go with, if you use the resort or an outside vendor, and that might not be an expense that you were expecting. Number four is gifts. So if you plan on gifting anything to your fiance, parents, grandparents, maid of honor, any other special attendants, those can usually add up as well. A lot of the times, They're personalized or custom made, and they might cost a little bit more than you were considering. So take a look at those early on. Number five is welcome bags. So welcome bags have become a popular trend to provide for your guests for a destination wedding. It's a really nice gesture to say thank you for making the trip. And a lot of the times it replaces the the party favors that you normally see. Again, in the end, the cost of these might surprise you. So individually, each item can be really cheap, maybe 50 cents to a dollar. But adding up 50 bags of toiletries, the bags themselves, the cards or notes included in them, and the luggage space needed to bring those can be surprisingly expensive at the end of the day. And then finally, the last expense that might surprise you is tipping. We have an entire post written on who you should tip for your wedding and how much, but we'll link that in the show notes if you want to take a further look. Tipping is sometimes overlooked in your budget for a destination wedding. It's not usually a substantial amount in the end, but it can add a little bit more than you were anticipating, and you don't want to forget extra cash to bring for tipping as well. So make sure to do that and to also leave a little bit of room for that cost. So 
in the end, a destination wedding can still save you and your fiance a lot of money, especially when compared to a traditional wedding. As long as you're as informed as possible about the costs associated with a destination wedding and you aren't caught off guard by hidden fees and charges, I hope that's exactly what this episode provided to you to give you the best plan of attack on budgeting for your wedding. As always, if you think this podcast has benefited you in any way, please leave a review wherever you're listening to this or send me an email at breezybridesemail at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening and tuning in and letting me be a small part in your destination wedding journey.